Act Four of Amon, or the Peer and the Peasant, by Anna Cora Moat. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Four, Scene One, Room in a Hotel in Paris, Babette and Jacquin. Well, here we are in Paris again out of that old gloomy convent at last only to think of mademoiselle blanche managing to get us all free though she did take five years about it now how did she contrive to do that by talking child it is all done by talking oh she has a tongue that could wheedle an angel out of its wings though for my part i think it is best to be silent why would she come to paris i'm sure i wouldn't have that's her affair you know she will have her own way and does with us all just what she pleases she heard that the king was holding his court in paris and thought that her father the duke de richelieu oh dear to think that the father of our little blanche should be a duke what an honour though he did shut her up in a convent it made all the villagers believe she was dead well she thought the duke her father must be in paris too so she chose to come here and do you know that blanche has written twice to the duke and told him where we are perhaps the letters won't reach him i hope they won't won't they though one of them will reach him sure enough for whom do you think i gave it to this very morning but no matter i shan't say anything about it well don't mother for it's all one if the letter is sure to reach him aside that's the very way to make her tell all about it reach him why monsieur lesage said he'd put it in the duke's own hands i came upon our old friend the lesage all of the sudden just in front of this very house and how glad the good man was to see me i told him all of our adventures what you told him everything that is i told him nothing he asked me a hundred questions but i never talk so i said nothing hark there's a knock oh dear oh dear it is the duke himself what shall i do my neck grows so stiff again just as it always does when i think of him nonsense mother don't be afraid of him i wouldn't and i'm sure he can't alarm mademoiselle blanche very easily that's true send her here for i shall never have courage to face him but i would and so would mademoiselle blanche you'll see how quietly she'll look at him i'll warrant he'll be glad enough to look away just wait till she comes exit joaquin right enter duke of richelieu left babette curtsies very low and looks much frightened so it is indeed you and you are here in paris in spite of all my precautions well i believe it is i your eminence and i believe i am here but it was old mademoiselle blanche you see your highness she can do what she pleases with everybody i hope you won't blame me for indeed enough of this how does blanche 
Oh, very badly indeed. She pines for Armand day and night. Uh, but I forget. Your Highness does not know who Armand is. Know him? I would to heaven I knew him not. The peasant colonel, Villers' aide de camp, the king's new favorite, fortune's chosen minion. No battle but distinction and success, like unseen genii, wait upon his steps. Upon the field he saved his monarch's life, and when the king, too weakly generous, would have ennobled him, the nameless peasant refused in scorn all title save the one his sword had won him. Let him rise a while. The higher pinnacle, the greater fall. Oh dear, oh dear, what will Mademoiselle Blanche say to all this? Blanche say? Dare thou to breathe a single word of that my thoughtless folly has revealed, and in a dungeon's, not a convent's walls, shall your next tale be told. Cross is right. She's here. Retire. Enter Joaquin, who exits with Babette, left. Enter Blanche, right. My lord duke. Pauses and looks at him. Nay, my father, can I choose but call thee by that name, though in thy face too little of a father's fondness greets me? Yield thou the meet obedience of a child, and all a father's fondness will requite it. Command thou what a child's pure heart must leap to execute, and I will yield a child's obedience and the meekness of a child. What I have done was for thy surest good. Ay, for thy soul's best good. My soul's best good? Was it for my soul's best good my tongue should mock the consecrated altar with a lie? Was it for my soul's best good my lips should breath avow my heart refused? The holy oath which gave the thought, the hope, the love to heaven, which were no longer mine to give. Daughter, thy will opposed to mine is powerless. My father, tempt me not to evil. Think before you act. Young blood is warm. Young heads are rash. Young hearts convulse like mine are stubborn. When love, the soul's first love and last, the love no absent changes, and which time and sorrow chastise to strengthen, is too fiercely curbed. Its passion breaks all other ties, defies all chances and all perils, leaps all barriers that hold or part it from its idol, or dragged by a chain too mighty to the earth. The iron eats its slow and silent way into the soul, and then we die, my father. I know thy sex too well, girl, at its tears or wrath that change my purpose woman's grief is wind and rain one summer hour will end and canst thou thus the name of woman scorn her holy mission lightly look upon nor think that thy first sighs were soothed by her thy first tears kissed away by woman's lips thy first prayer taught thee at a woman's knee thy childhood's blessings showered from woman's hand thy manhood brightened by her watching smile thy age must in her tenderness find prop and life's last murmurs may perchance burst forth where they began upon a woman's breast i nor deny her virtues nor her power to gild them with her tongue but one word more of armand woman may be constant 
when was man what wouldst thou think how wouldst thou act if armand's troth were plighted to another another armand love and armand wed another no the present could not thus belie the past yet it is true he thought still thinks me dead but death could only part not disunite us armand love another o oh, wretch to wrong his memory with the thought armand has not forgotten me tis false tell me tis false and for the life you give me back i'll bless thee more than for the life i had at first from thee in calmer tone one question i would have thee answer listen if i could give thee proof unquestionable wouldst thou the cloister seek of thy free will i would swear that thou wilt there needs no oath i know not falsehood father i believe thee to-night i will return remember thou thy words to-night exit left armand was it for this for five long years i hoped for this i bore with patient trust the ills fate heaped upon me for this i would not wrong thee by a doubt all all for this this hour of agony sinks weeping upon a couch and after a pause rises calmly let me not let me not murmur at thy high decrees all-wise all-watching and all-guarding heaven i know no withered leaflet falls to earth no blade of grass bursts from its sheath of green no grain of sand is swallowed by the wave unnoted by that ruling providence that guides the universe yet stoops to clothe the flower with beauty and from seeming ills works out our truest most enduring good oh then while grass and sand and leaf are cared for how shall a mortal doubt thy guardianship then break not heart the will of heaven be thine enter joaquin left oh mademoiselle blanche there's a handsome young man waiting to speak to you he has a letter to deliver and he says he will only give it into your hands i hope you'll see him i'm sure i would a letter and for me yes let him enter oh i'm so glad you will see him that's just what i would have done and he's such a charming little creature exit left when should he come i have no friends in paris enter joaquin with victor left oh the beautiful little fellow i hope she'll listen to him i know i would exit left most lovely recluse pardon our intrusion and pardon us that we rejoice in this opportunity of performing our mission with becoming privacy i think you have a letter for me sir we have a letter to deliver and a reply to learn will it please you sir to let me see the letter we attend to do so forthwith but haste is most uncourtier-like and you perceive that we are of the court i should like much to see the letter sir it never yet has been our study to gainsay the wishes of the elusive sex of which our judgment now pronounces you the fairest and your impatience thus we gratify very pompously presents letter blanche reading aside one who would serve you one who learnt by chance your history writes these lines perils unseen are threatening you the king alone can save you consent to meet the page who brings you this 
at sunset at the tuileries eastern gate it is the custom of his majesty to walk within his garden at that hour the page will bring you to his presence all the rest lies with yourself a friend the king yes he alone can save me from the cloister can give me back to armand armand whom i still think true young sir i pray you thank the writer of these lines i'll do his bidding we congratulate you on this wise decision and with regret must now take our hasty leave exit bowing very low left ah thanks to thee kind heaven for once again my path is clear the king the king shall guard me exit left scene two garden of the tuileries at sunset enter king followed by victor left well boy what wouldst thou from our bounty now my liege the boon i crave trumpet without what trumpet's that news from the seat of war methinks the bearer armand himself enter armand hastily left kneels to the king and presents dispatches pardon my gracious liege that i appear thus hastily before thee good tidings should have wings to race the wind another victory which could not wait for form thou thinkest armand our favour gives thee a license few would dare to use to victor retire exit victor left reading dispatches brave news most glorious news my gallant soldier the victory was thine the marshal says so it earns thee once again the rank and title thou hast refused before my liege my sword hath won me all i covet or deserve i would not that your favour but my deeds should of my fortunes be the artisan but wherefore armand wilt thou coldly spurn what others as their dearest birthright prize and why the trappings and the adjuncts vain with which the great enshroud themselves to awe a gaping multitude should i not scorn free thought free will the birthright true of all manhood the universal heritage for them nor a million times their worth i would not barter must thou scorn for this the rank and name which proud posterity might carve upon some lofty monument i ask no monument save that that which lives within the bosoms of my fellow-men no epitaph save that which love inscribes upon their memories no chronicle save the annals of my country's show which if i serve it will enroll my name upon the page of honoured history where alone i could be proud to see it blazoned well be it so and yet one wish i have thou needst must grant de rohan's daughter loves thee she's fair and rich and virtuous seek her hand nor be a courtier since thou likest it not yet hold an honoured station in our court my liege i cannot wed once hath my heart in all the glow of its first warmth been given years have rolled by since blanche hath passed away in life's arena i have stood alone and wrestled on and welcomed each new day that led me closer to the grave that porch which opens on the palace of my joy beware our patience is not made of stuff too lasting try it not beyond its strength mary de rohan's daughter tis thy king commands my gracious liege 
No king can tear the landmarks from the honest path of truth. Marry, callst thou that marriage which but joins two hands with iron bonds, that yokes but not unites two hearts, whose pulses never beat in unison, the legal crime that mocks the very name of marriage, that invades, profanes, destroys its inner holiness? No, tis the spirit that alone can wed, when with the spontaneous joy it seeks and finds, and with its kindred spirit blends itself. My leash, there is no other marriage tie. Enter Victor with Blanche veiled, and Joaquin following left. This daring is beyond endurance, nay, beyond belief. Since you reject our grace, beware our wrath, retire. Armand exits left. This stubborn boy no more shall thwart our wishes. Victor advances with Blanche right. Sire, we should not i should not have dared thus to intrude upon your privacy but for the fair excuse i bring your majesty has but to behold it and we are that is i am secure of pardon excuse that takes so soft a shape brings with it the pardon that it asks leave us victor pompously presents his arm to joaquin exeunt left now lady we pray thee speak what wouldst thou have of louis perchance too much my liege for you to grant too little it may be for my great wants speak freely then what wouldst thou ask protection protection against one of rank so high no hand but thine could reach him could save me his name richelieu thy favourite and my father thy father can it be has Richelieu then a child? I pray thee, let my hand remove the jealous veil that clouds thy brow. Blanche raises her veil. Good heaven! What sorcery is this? I know that face, or it hath visited my dreams, or else it is, must be, how like, how changed, and yet how like what spell hath conjured up the dead chance words that strangely suit this stranger chance for she who with these warm and living lips pleads to thee here is dead to all who loved her best within a village churchyard lies in a humble stone that bears her name and yet she stands before you and that name was blanche oh cheat me not in raptured eyes deceive me not to happy ears tis blanche herself blanche whom i saw blanche whom i mourned as dead aside ah richelieu hath wrought this and bitterly shall richelieu rue it blanche is mine and mine in spite of faith lady this is no time, no place to hear or to redress thy wrongs. The Duke de Rohan's chateau yonder stands. There will I place thee underneath the care of his most gentle duchess. Let us haste. As the king advances impetuously to seize the hand of Blanche, she draws back. My liege, I follow thee. King recovers himself, crosses and bows. Excellent right. Enter Joaquin, Babette, Richelieu, and Armand hastily. Where is she? This is the very place, but I don't see her at all. 
She lives, she lives, she walks the earth. I may behold her once more, clasp her to my heart. Alive! Oh, let me not grow mad with joy. Cross is right. Thy frenzy may have bitterer cause ere long. Where is she? Woman, speak. Where is my child? Oh, your eminence, I knew nothing about it. It was all Jacqueline. Jacqueline, good girl, speak thou. Where is my Blanche? Oh, I'll speak, Monsieur Armand. I'll tell you everything. For Blanche never loved anybody as she loves you. And so I love you, too. A beautiful little page brought her here, and she made me come with her. Then she was talking with a splendidly dressed cavalier, and the page said it was the king. The king? Ah, then indeed all's lost. All's gained. She lives, and let fate hide her where it will. The ample earth is all too small to part us. Crosses right and up center. Ah, my lord duke, it's all right. His majesty. Woman, away. Oh, my poor nay. Exit hastily with Joaquin right. Richelieu, after pausing and looking at Armand. Armand, I hated thee, had planned thy ruin. But yet I loved my child, and would have sold myself to slavery to have shielded her from Louis. Now all feelings merge in one, that one the last. She lives, may live for thee. Find her, and she is thine. Or if when found thou canst not from the royal libertine defend her, save her as a Roman would. Fear not. The king is but a man, a man with no more rights than I, when on my rights he dares to trench, and by that righteous heaven which frowns upon this deed of infamy, I swear to snatch her taintless from his arms. Find her, she's thine. I will, or lose myself. Exuant hastily, Richou left, Armand right. End of Act Four